So have you been hearing and seeing all of these conversations, maybe on TikTok and Instagram about the soft life? Well, in today's segment, we're going to be talking about building a business on soft life principles for more intentionality, sustainability, and impact. And guess what? My guest is hanging out with us in the virtual green room. Christine Job is with us from Flourish in the Foreign. And we're going to get right into it right after this quick intro. Don't you move. You're listening to and watching the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. And guess what? I can I can prove it today. I can prove it today. Welcome to everyone that is coming on in. Hello, Gwen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to my sister, Kim and Deborah over on YouTube, holding it down. Thank you so much. My mommy, Betty is here. So glad to always have you in, in the studio. We are so excited uh, for you all that are coming in again, live, live uh, across three different places in Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and then certainly all of our podcast listeners, listen, Apple, Stitcher, all of those places. And then uh, certainly blog, talk, radio, we cannot leave you out. And some of you might have just said, well, I just stumbled on Charvette.com and I'm listening from there. We love and appreciate you as always. And I'm Charvette Mitchell, the lovely host here, and I help entrepreneurs tell their stories through marketing to enrich their lives and grow their businesses. And the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show is one of those outlets. So we want to let you know that this segment is brought to you by, I need it. I should have put a drum roll kind of a sound bite in here, but this segment is brought to you by my 2023 Platform Builder Summit formerly known as the pop-up conference that's going to be taking place uh, in Richmond, Virginia, the first weekend in November. And so guess what? A little birdie, if you were a past VIP uh, client or past Platform Builder client, you got an email that lets you grab a VIP access ticket already. Uh, and we'll be opening up to the world a little bit later. And so I'll share a little bit later on kind of my thoughts around why I feel in particular uh, women of color and women in business should gather, find their tribe and all that. I'll talk about that a little bit uh, later on. Hey, Dana, thanks for coming on in, one of our Platform Builder clients. All right, so let me um, jump right on in and share a little bit about our guest and bring her up on to the virtual stage. And I would encourage you, if you are in that space of, you know what, I, I think I heard about the soft life or, hey, it sounds good and I want it, tag a friend, tag an acquaintance and say, hey, you should you should come and listen and watch this with me. So originally from Atlanta, Christine Job is an award-winning podcaster and business strategist. Oh my goodness, she is currently based in Spain. So she's joining us from Spain. Yes, yes, yes. Her podcast, Flourish in the Foreign, celebrates 
elevates and affirms the voices and stories of Black women living and thriving abroad, while also exploring living abroad as a pathway to wellness. Launched in 2020, Flourish in the Foreign was shortlisted for the 2021 International Women's Podcasting Awards and won the Black Podcasting Awards 2021 Best International Podcast Award. And as a business strategist, Christine helps Black women and women of color to leverage their expertise and talent in viable, into viable and sustainable businesses. Without further ado, put your virtual hands together. Coming up uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, all the way from Spain. Christine Job. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you. I'm, I'm really excited. Like your whole intro got me jazzed. You know? <laughs> it's, it's late for me, but now I'm like, okay, I have some energy. Let's yes. do it. I'm very excited. Yes. <laughs> Getting some love already from YouTube. Now you got to tell the listeners and the viewers, what time is it where you are? It is 12.05 a.m., so five minutes past midnight. Wow. And you're already into the next day. You're already in, you're already into the next day. Okay. And so let's let's jump right on in. What took you to Spain? Like how did you get to Spain? Give us that background story. Yeah, well, I'll keep it short, but I've always wanted to live abroad and I really wanted to right after college. I couldn't really figure it out. Fast forward after I went to law school and I returned to Atlanta, I had my own business. I really developed the symptoms of burnout. Now, mm. back then, about like six years ago, uh -huh. um, burnout wasn't like the trendy term buzzing around the internet like it is now. So I didn't have the language of burnout. And I think also for Black American and also my father's from the Caribbean, so uh, Black immigrants in the United States, like we don't really talk about burnout like that's not yeah. in our vocabulary our parents are like okay work some more <laughs> so I was feeling those symptoms I didn't know what it was I knew that I wanted to live abroad so I decided to take a sabbatical here in Spain just okay. for nine months I decided to teach I say that loosely because I respect teachers I teach yeah. English and honestly, it transformed everything for me because it showcased a different way of living life. Now, I'd been to Spain. I did the Camino Santiago. I've traveled extensively. But there's uh -huh. something about living in a culture that values rest, that mm. values social life, family life, that values quality food <laughs> that really <laughs> transformed me. And yeah. it showed me that there's a different way of living life. And also there's a different way of approaching business. There's a different way of mm. even defining success and that mm. it didn't have to be at odds with who I am as a person or my need for like rest and peace of mind. So that's like the short wow. version of how I ended up in state. Oh my goodness. I know there are people watching like, that sounds like the life I want. That sounds like uh, what I want. And so um, listeners or, or viewers live or in the replay, if you've been to Spain, just type Spain in the in the chat, type Spain in the chat. Hello there, coming in from New York. Hey, Cookie, coming in from New York. And so, um, you know, there's nine months sabbatical and then, you know, it's one thing to sabbatical and even a vacation, but then to say, no, I am, I'm going to go move and live there. Um, was there any like one catalyst or just like that whole experience was like, no, I've got to do my life this way. 
You know what? I think the catalyst really was the fact that when I moved to Spain, I initially lived in the very famous wine region called La Rioja in the north. Um, so it's like abundant wine and it's super economical. I mean, it completely ruined me, right? You can have glasses <laughs> of wine. At least six years ago, you have a glass of wine for like a euro, a really great like Gran Reserva for maybe two euros, three euros a glass. These things are like $17 in the United States. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally ruined me. But yeah. it was the fact that I was in this region having this really just soft life. Like I, I'm in a wine region. I'm drinking all the wine I want. I uh-huh. had a schedule of working 12 hours a week, three days a week. So I had all of this time. And yet that did not really solve or cure me of burnout. It didn't, mm. it didn't really heal me at all. And so what that did was, is that it made me recognize that I need to go deeper. I needed to really understand what was going on with me. And Mm -hmm. I really needed to make a decision for myself as to how I wanted to live my life. Because I think I was, I was in Spain and I was like, oh, this is great. But I was still thinking about, you know, all my friends are lawyers or doctors. So I was thinking about like, oh, well, I should be doing what they're doing. And I should, Uh and I was like, no, like this is something that I chose. And if I chose it, then I need to commit to it, right? I need yeah. to actually surrender to this experience. I need to cultivate this experience to be what I want. It's not going to befall me, right? Mm. I needed to really commit to it. And so it was really that time period. And it wasn't, yeah. you know, all glasses of, you know, rose and <laughs> amazingness, but it was that kind of tension of recognizing okay, I'm in this wonderful setting and yet I'm not happy. I had to dig Mm. deeper and understand Mm. what was going on. And once I did that, then I knew, okay, I'm committing to this lifestyle. So how do I make this work for me as who I am as a person, but who I am as a professional, right? Because I wasn't really in my profession when I first got here. Okay. so that whole situation really led me to bet on myself and Mm -hmm. to bet on Spain as a place where I could really cultivate a life uh, well-lived here. Ah, so well said. Uh, If you're you're just popping in, you're coming in, we're uh, featuring here on the Charvette Mature Radio Show, Christine Job, podcaster, business strategist, uh, certainly uh, on the screen, flourishintheforeign.com is where you can find that. Certainly if you're listening from charvette.com or in uh, the podcast, just look down below in the show notes. And so you just mentioned soft life. And so our topic today is building a, a business on soft life principles. Uh, and so some people that that term might be new to new to them. I've heard it on TikTok, but I'm a TikTok person. Yes, I'm a little bit addicted to TikTok. I am confessing. Um, but Instagram, TikTok, that I feel like it's been a buzz. I don't know if it's been around, but I feel like it's been a buzz at least the last year. Um, and so can you kind of talk about what you mean by soft life and did where did that come from? You know, I don't know where the origin of the phrase soft life came from, but like anything, what is old is new again. You know, people bring back the bell bottoms and bring back, you know, 90s and we're doing puka shells and butterfly (laughs) clips and people are like, oh, this is new. It's like, no, girl, that is, we've been doing that. We've been doing that. And And essentially it's the same thing. So when I refer to soft life and what I've seen on TikTok, well, I'll say first, what is being uh, showcased on TikTok and that 
whole kind of trend is really about an aesthetic, an aesthetic mm. of um, living a life of ease or luxury. It's a lot of golden lights, like golden mm-hmm. hour lighting, looking great, maybe skincare. Like mm-hmm. these are the themes, like taking care of yourself, yeah. um, which and living a life maybe that's aspirational, right? Kind of like a moving, living vision board. I think people are utilizing this TikTok soft yeah. life, which I like. However, what I'm really referring to soft life goes past the aesthetic. And I love a good, you know, golden hour, like beauty skin. <laughs> Filter look. and all that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> However, I think particularly for Black women, women of color, women in business, soft life has to go beyond an aesthetic. It has to become an embodiment. Very mm. similar to what I just said about moving to Spain. It was great. Like, it's great for the Graham. And everyone's like, yeah. oh my gosh, you live in Spain. But it wasn't until I embody that experience, which requires mm. a surrender, right? Mm. And this is kind of how we go into soft life principles as a business. You must surrender yeah. to the experience that you're having because if you fight it, you're not going to get anywhere, right? Yeah. So soft life is about embodiment. You must surrender to what it is that you want to become, which necessarily requires you to let go of something that is not serving you. So in soft life principles, as it pertains to being a business owner, it's about letting go of the rhetoric that you have to crush it, kill it, stab it, punch in the face. Bleat when you die, hustle, 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 all those things. Exactly. You have to let that go because let's just be real. You know, the United States for all of its flaws, is a very, you know, uh, successful business, small business kind of economy. Yeah. However, I think that the hyper-capitalism in the United States and honestly the marketing of like, you got to just do it, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, would, yeah. would lead you to believe that there's no other way to be successful. Mm. Although if you travel around the world, people have been entrepreneurs and small business owners for longer than the United States, because the United States is actually yeah. not that long, like right. <laughs> old of a country. <laughs> and yet, like here in Spain, they have, I don't know, 50 million festivals and fiestas and things like that they take off. But also they take off the entire month of August. And it's not unusual for someone like for you to go to a bakery or a shop. Right. And there's just a piece of notebook paper saying, we're closed for rest. Right. So there's another way to be successful. So the first thing is about surrendering to that experience so that you can embody it. But also it's about knowing yourself. There is five million ways to the same dollar. And yet there's also, as it is with marketing, right? (laughs) These internet streets are like, this is the hot new way to become a successful business owner. If you're not doing this, look. Success has, you know, hints. There is probably a structure, like you got to sell something and you got to sell it again. That is basically what it is. Right. But there's no, you know, one way to the dollar. And so knowing yourself and accepting yourself, right? Mm -hmm. If you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, if you're a great writer, if you're a great speaker, if you, you know, want to be the face of your business, if you don't, understanding these things really are also really vital for creating a soft life business because so many people, and I think you probably seen with clients, there's so many people feeling and struggling 
to really show up in their business because they feel they have to show up in a certain kind of way. There are so many people with incredible messages, with incredible services that are afraid to step out because they're like, well, I don't know how to dance and I can't do a TikTok dance. It's like, girl, you do not have to do that. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) You should build a business upon your definition of a soft life and what that means, right? So that's also part of it. But another part of that embodiment is about being curious, yeah. And it's about not and understanding that you don't know all everything. And I feel like if you are coming into this small business owner entrepreneurship game and you're like, oh, no, I know everything. You're not going to last because <laughs> honestly, we're constantly problem solvers. We're constantly yeah. figure outers and you have to embrace the curiosity and and really let that lead you as a business owner. Why is my web traffic not hitting? Did this marketing campaign not work? Is this messaging you know, clear? Is this service, yeah. is this service actually the service that my demographic wants? Maybe I'm offering too much stuff. Maybe they're like, oh, wow. we don't want all that other stuff, girl. Like, we just want this. Like, <laughs> curiosity is important. And to be able to play in that space of curiosity is also important for soft life because a lot of people yeah. on the flip side would be like, frustrated and look everyone gets frustrated but they'll just say yeah. oh nothing works and no one gets it and da, da. no soft life is about that acceptance that I was talking about earlier yes this is what it is and to be curious to figure it out but also I think soft life principle for building a business and have success is yeah. also to be driven by service Um, I think that is a distinction. And I think that might be a distinction between, you know, feminine, masculine energy, if you want to say things like that. But I think that is a restorative energy because, yes, building a business will take a lot out of you. But if you understand what your why is and if you're driven from a space of service, Mm -hmm. of being purpose led, of wanting to have impact, that is a restorative energy. That is an energy that will allow you to rest in ease. Right. You will have the urgency of saying, I want to show up for my audience, but also recognizing that I'm going to serve you, but also got to serve me, too. (laughs) Right. Oh, so you are like a wealth and so much good that you are saying uh, while people are listening, how can they follow you, connect with you, all of that while they're in here listening? Yes. Now you can check out my uh, professional website uh, for my business strategy services at christinejobe.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-J-O-B.com. You can check out my podcast, which I actually just did a mini series all about building a business abroad. So that's like the last uh, five, six episodes. It's also like listed in the feed. You can check that out at flourishintheforeign.com. And also follow me on Twitter at Flourish Foreign, on uh, Facebook at Flourish Foreign, Instagram. I'm trying to get my Pinterest up. That's my new thing. You know, I'm really, I'm really curious about how that can work. I think it would actually fit my my business and my podcast really well. So follow me there. I got a bunch of audiograms right now, but we're going to spruce it up. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I love that. I love that. I apologize for saying job and not job. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, oh. no worries. I, you know, the great thing is that it, when people say um, job, they assume like I'm, I'm related to like Steve Jobs. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, girl. <laughs> And they're like, oh, that's why she's talking about soft life. That's why she's talking about soft life. Uh, and so there was so much that you you said in there. One thing that I love that you lifted up, like there is there is another way to success. Like everybody's road is not the same. And so just because perhaps somebody is going the soft life doesn't mean they, that they aren't or their business, is, business isn't worthy of the income or the revenue they're receiving. And sometimes people kind of get in that, well, you you didn't work enough or you didn't grind enough. And should this like, you know, success be falling in your lap? What do you say to people who, when they hear soft life, think kind of, is that lazy? Is that you should be doing this another type of way? What do you say to that kind of lazy mentality that somebody might be thinking? I would say that if someone thinks that a business owner of any capacity is lazy, I'm going to be like, you have drank some kind of, you know, Kool-Aid, um, honestly, because when we think about wealth generation um, among just all around the world, the most wealth is acquired not through actual trading time, like your time for money. So yeah. uh, it's about, you know, dividends. It's about capital gains. It's about a lot of other things that has right. nothing to do with really your physical exertion. Let's yeah. talk about generational wealth, people who just got it because somebody did well in their lineage. Yeah. Now, are we calling all these people lazy? I mm. think I, I, what I want people to switch the, the conversation from not being lazy, but how about impactful, right? Because mm -hmm. you can be, you can have lots of money, and not be impactful. You can have yes. lots of money and be impactful. You can have not a lot of money and be impactful. Yes. You can have a business that's thriving and not be impactful because you could sell yeah. like pet rocks. I don't know. I don't know what kind of impact that's having because it's right. like a live animal. Right. But people make money. Okay. Beanie right. babies. I'm not sure how impactful necessarily. No shade. I know. I know. <laughs> they're worth a lot. So that could be right. wealth, okay. But I think the conversation needs to be on impact. And I also mm. want us, especially as black women, business owners, women of yeah. color, business owners, I want us to opt out of struggle. I want yes. us to opt out of, of hustle and grind because yeah. that is our default I'm just gonna say it blanket, and if you don't agree, that's okay. But that's our—that is our default. It has yeah. been passed all, passed down to us, um, and I think that we already feel, especially if based in the United States, we have to prove ourselves. I think that's yeah. enough because yeah. that's a, that's a that's a deprogramming that has to happen. So yeah. for people to say, "Oh, it's lazy if you don't get it out the mud and stuff like that." You don't have to get it out the mud. Right. You, know, you, you don't have to do that. You can actually start a business and sell. You can first, you know, maybe start a consultancy and start selling an hour of your time and then utilize that to reinvest into your business for the next step, the next step, and the next step. Yeah. Once you have an informational product, once you have more, you know, knowledge about your demographic and exactly their issues, you can build a business 
slowly or quickly and it doesn't have to be a grind. I, I just don't agree with that because I also think that the energy that you put into your business is what will actually come out of your business. I think it's important yeah. for us to be really mindful of and intentional about the words that we use, that we speak over ourselves and our business and our clients. I think it's really important for us to plant the seeds of the fruit that we want to feast on. And we oh, need to plant yeah. seeds that have multiple harvests because why, why, you know, you know, building a business is already, you know, I guess difficult because it requires so much self-awareness. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. I always tell people, yeah, building a business is the best self-help personal development vehicle because you won't just read the book, you'll actually do the things. You'll actually <laughs> right. have that man in the mirror, woman in the mirror moment about like, oh, I'm not good at that. Or I said that and I really meant this. You will have that, right? Yeah. So my thing is, is that you take that um, knowledge and you can utilize that to build your business. Like, you don't, I, I'm, I just don't believe that uh, grind and hustle is sustainable mm. for a business. Uh, and I'm with think, you. Yeah. Right? Because I think it is important for you to be mindful of the fruit that you want to feast on. And if you want to have, you know, a longstanding harvest, you need to plant the seeds that you want. So let plant mm. seeds of prosperity, abundance, plant, yes. you know, plant seeds of longevity. And longevity is not just the longevity of your business, but it's of your physical health, right? Yeah. And it also helps you to determine what type of business model you'll set up as well, because if you understand yourself, maybe you, I've had clients in the past that have chronic illnesses that mm -hmm. have you know, aging parents that have different types of scenarios that they need to build a business that caters to that and that nourishes them through life. Yes. Oh, Not so just good. building a business just to, I'm going to make all this money and then I'll solve all my problems. Look, making money does solve a lot of problems because you get to throw money at things and I like that. Yes, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. You you deal with it? Great. But also it's important for us to know like we are whole beings. Mm -hmm. Being of service in our in our business is one of the ways that we express ourselves, but it's not the entirety of ourselves. And I think that's why soft life is such um, an amazing foundation for a yeah. business. I think it's really the antithesis of the like bro culture entrepreneurship, uh -huh. you know, cause there's like gym bros that give you like bad advice for the gym. I right. think it's very much gym entrepreneurship <laughs> bros. You're just right. like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, it works for me. And you're like, okay, but I don't want that. Uh, I don't know who you are. You know right. <laughs> Like, thank you and good night. Oh, my goodness. Let me capture this uh, comment coming in from my private Facebook group, Antoinette Blake in Philadelphia. I think you're in Philadelphia, right, Antoinette? And I know you're celebrating the Eagles anyway. Okay, let me, stay, let me stay focused. Had this conversation earlier with my podcast guests as well. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Same, these conversations are happening. Thank you, Cookie said this is so good. Dr. Jackie, who is a grief recovery, a grief counselor, great information. Speak life, plant the seeds, expect the harvest. Okay, Delaware, Delaware. I put you in Philadelphia, Delaware. Close, close enough. Fly, eagles, fly. All right. Um, yes, Gwen said this is good. I love, I love this. Even if it's just um kind of opening up people's minds and, and thought processes um around you know around this i subscribe to this soft life i i, I subscribe to this so i am here uh, with you how can people um work with you or you know is do you have opportunities for that yes so i have a build a business abroad guide that you can get at my website www.christinejob.com um i do work one-on-one, one-on-organizational kind of levels. I'm a business strategist. I work uh, in that capacity. I work with seasoned uh, professionals and entrepreneurs who are really looking to position themselves as a thought leader um, and to really to impact and to really increase their impact. And I always make a distinction because yeah. I love working with my newbie entrepreneurs too. But honestly, my sweet spot are the people who are seasoned professionals. Perhaps they are coming from corporate life where they mm. were like the change maker of the organization. Yeah. Um, and they're looking to actually uh, like like 100x their impact. They're really mm. looking to take this message and this service and really get it out to the masses because there's so many phenomenal Black women, women of color who are in organizations mm-hmm. and running the thing, even if they're not the director or whatever, they're running it. They're keeping right. it together. Let's right? be real. Flip hair. Let's be real. Uh, exactly. And they know the impact they could have without the constraints, but also these are women who are ready to bet on themselves and build their own asset because that's really important to me. It's really about yeah. ownership, ownership, not only of the business, of the IP, of the message so that you can have the kind of impact that you're looking for. That's who I typically work with. If that sounds like any of you in the audience, definitely reach out to me because um, I'm already starting to book for Q2. I work on a retainer okay. and I, I book in quarterly retainers. I'm already starting to book out for Q2, and it's looking like I probably won't take on new clients in Q4, depending how everything is kind of shaking out. And I've already been really blessed with um, amazing clients and great opportunities. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, if you like what you hear, you know, come and check me out. Check out my series on uh, my podcast, Flourish in the Foreign. I had just a five I think five, five or six episodes. Everything's uh-huh. a blur now. Five, six episodes of Build a Business Abroad. You can really understand, even if you're not looking to build your business abroad, because actually I have plenty of clients um, based in the United States, in the UK. I've had clients in Bangladesh and other places as well. Wow. Um, but it's really about women who have that desire to build their own asset. And mm-hmm. honestly, they do have somewhat of an international you know, like aspect. I have clients that are going to be branching out, coming into the UK um, for speaking yeah. gigs. So this oh, is wow. really about, do you have that vision um, for your impact? Who do you want mm-hmm. to serve on that kind of level? Because that's what I bring to it. Um, I'm really, really excited to work with my clients. I'm really blessed to work with my clients. Yeah, It's honestly a dream. This is soft life for me because yeah. I get to work with phenomenal women who 
are just so amazing. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I know you. You know, <laughs> yes, I, I know you. It, it but, makes it makes a huge difference. Let me capture this uh, question here. So, Gwen, how did you research where to go and some of the details to help you sustain, uh, help sustain you while you were there in Spain? Okay, this is a great question. I actually, I also have a moving abroad with intention guide that you can get from my website, flourishfulforeign.com. How did I research where to go? Now, this is something that um, it's going to vary for everyone. Honestly, I decided to move to Spain because it was the easiest for me. I'd been to Spain several times. I spoke, I spoke Spanish. I thought I spoke Spanish and I came to Spain. I was like, oh, I don't speak Spanish. She's like, oh, no, I don't speak good Spanish. Like, I minored in Spanish in college and I lived in Miami wow. and then I moved to Spain. I was like, yes. And they were like, no, girl. <laughs> no, sis. So that's how I decided to, to move to Spain. This is what I would tell anyone who's interested in moving abroad. Mm -hmm. It is so important to know yourself. I know there's so many lists that are like, this is the best place to move abroad. This is the best place for Black people to move abroad. I say, put that to the side and mm -hmm. understand who you are. This is what the Moving Abroad with Intention Guide does. It's important for you to analyze what is working in your life and what is not working in your life in all of the major feels right financially emotionally physically mentally professionally and for you to be really honest about what's working and what's not and the reason why I want you to do that is because what is working is going to be something that you're going to want to find some similarities to in the country whether it be values or opportunities in another country if things are not working I'm going to really encourage you <laughs> to really say, I'm not going to put up with this in this next country. Now, bureaucracy is everywhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. But like, if it's like, there's no public transit or some, something that's oh. not working for you mm -hmm. professionally, I don't, I have a toxic work culture or financially, you know, I'm spending all my money. I don't got time to save or invest or do anything. You need to make sure that these are things that you're not going to mimic in another mm -hmm. country. That's good. another place because a lot of people say, I love Paris. I'm going to move to Paris. You know, Paris is, is the capital. What's like the most romantic capital of the world or love mm -hmm. capital, but Paris breaks more hearts in the entire <laughs> world. Let me tell you that. Because people will move to Paris and be like, oh, it's, it's crepes and baguettes and berets and Paris will chew you up and spit you out. If you think you're just going to move to Paris and you're not independently wealthy, which uh -huh. still is pretty too difficult, move to Paris and it's just going to, everything's going to fall into place. It's yeah. so important for you to pick a place that aligns with who you are, that actually better yet aligns with the next chapter of your life. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, if that's too vague, you're like, I don't know what the next chapter of my life is going to be. I always tell people, think about who you are when you're, you're the most favorite version of yourself, not your highest and best self, right? Because look, I, I want to meditate for an hour every day. I don't. And I want to drink all my <laughs> right. water, you know, every day, but I don't, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lot, I'm going there. I'm taking steps, yeah. right? My favorite version of myself is me as a connector, as, as a person who is in community with people, having dinner parties, you know, having meetups. That's what I do here. I live in Valencia, oh, wow. Spain. 
and I've only been here for a year and a half. I have a podcast meetup. I have a women business owners meetup. I help co-host mm. a, a social club called Introvert Social Club. <laughs> like that's important to me. I live a life where I can go on a terrace and drink wine. I'm close. I live on the Mediterranean, so I go to the oh, sea. Like goodness. these things are important to me. But that's that exemplifies my favorite version of myself, the opportunity mm -hmm. to really indulge in those types of things. I would say, think about that and then oh. select a place. Now, when we talk about sustaining ourselves, that's really important. I went abroad yeah. originally taking a sabbatical from my business. I then, while I was in Spain, networked because I'm a connector and I can't yeah. help it. I can't turn it off. I networked <laughs> my way into a full-time remote job with a web development business based in DC. And oh. then I did that, which I thought was, this is about knowing yourself. So I was right. like, oh, look at me, digital nomad. You know, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I went to Southeast Asia for a couple of months. I was like, look at me, I'm in Thailand. I'm yeah. in Bali, I'm working. And I realized one, I love to travel, but I don't like traveling with all my work stuff because I, oh, I'm yeah. anxious. I'm like, I'm going to lose a cable. I'm going to yeah. lose something. And I was just like, I can't do it. Also, yeah. you know, the time difference, because we had clients in the East Coast and the West Coast. Oh, my States. goodness. I'm up, you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. in Thailand. Like, that's not for me. But that's yeah. part of knowing yourself, right? Right. So after that, I decided I'm going to come back into my business. And that is the right step for me because I um, like working for myself. It's a lot harder. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, I got to be the marketer. I got to do all these other things to make sure this business runs. But yeah. I love it because I get to pick my clients. I get to pick yeah. when I work, how I work. Like that's important to me. So that's how I decided that's how I ended up sustaining myself is that kind okay. of journey kind of coming back into it. But honestly, if you're interested in moving abroad, I highly encourage you to check out my website, flourishandforeign.com, check out my podcast, get the moving abroad with intention guide, because it is an in-depth kind of journal prompt. It's like 43 pages. Oh, and wow. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's, it's going to get you. And if you, if you do it, you know, if you're going with your partner, if you're going single, like be honest with yourself, because this is the thing about moving abroad. Being <laughs> moving abroad is going to give you the gut check that you never knew that you needed. Oh, it wow. shows who you are. You can't hide from yourself when you're in this kind of stressful environment, especially when you initially go abroad, if you go, you know, single. Because wherever you go, you bring yourself. So mm. that's the thing about abroad because it's stressors from all around everything that you predict to happen or things that you're like, oh, this is how these things go. It's not how things go. And you're stressed and it comes uh -huh. out. <laughs> so don't be like, oh, yeah, I can live, you know, on a beach in a hammock and coconut water and that's it. If that's not who you are, it's okay. You can vacation. Like you yeah. don't have to. Mexico, you don't have to move to, you know, Portugal. These are the, you know, hot spots right now. Okay. Lovely places. I love them. But be true to yourself. If you are looking for, you know, an opportunity to nurse this next step in your life, yeah. it's individual for you and your family. It's not, it doesn't have to look like anybody else. I've had, you know, guests that live in Japan. 
Bangladesh, wow. Jordan, the UK, Iceland. <laughs> you know? so, and she was like, yeah, but I love it. So it's great. Like it doesn't, you need to be true to yourself because moving abroad is a hassle. And don't let nobody on TikTok tell you that it ain't. Okay? <laughs> if they say it's not a hassle, that means that they don't have none of their immigration papers together. Because <laughs> this is the other Immigrating to another country is a hassle. Mm-hmm. With an attorney, without an attorney, setting yourself up, it's a hassle. But it's so worth it because it can provide the space, mm-hmm. the peace of mind. It can free up the resources for you to really cultivate a life well lived in this country on what whatever that means for you. Yeah. But it is a cultivation. And I don't want people to think like, I'm gonna move abroad and everything's just gonna be fine. I know people, especially, you know, in the States, you don't want to hear about working no more because it, it beats you down. You know, <laughs> the country beats you down. So you're like, I don't want to work, girl. Like, yes. no. But this is going to be a different type of work. This is going to be a cultivation. This is going to be you working to really craft the life that you want. No more in survival mode. No more just Mm -hmm. trying to make it happen with what you got over here. But you can actually, if you do so intentionally, move abroad and actually cultivate a life, the life of Mm -hmm. of your dreams, the one that's on your vision board, right? That you have to be honest with yourself. Oh, my goodness. Flourish in the foreign award winning podcast uh, listeners and viewers. Matter of fact, Lipson just shouted you out on their Twitter like uh, a few days ago, like (laughs) the Lipson, which some of you all that are podcasters know, they just shouted out your um, your podcast. So literally an award winning podcast. So um, I have I have stolen more time than I asked for. Um, But I thank you for really this really refreshing, I think, an enlightening conversation. Uh, for all of our our viewers and our listeners. And so my last question for you, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate Christine. What continues to motivate me is is impact. And I know I said that a lot, but Mm -hmm. it is so humbling for people to reach out to you, whether it's for me from the podcast and Mm -hmm. say, I just discovered your podcast I just, I binged your podcast. I'm like, girl, I have like over 80 episodes and they're all over an hour long. Like, what are you talking about? You know, you know people are like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to move abroad and I'm going to do it, you know, intentionally. That is, I mean, it makes me so emotional to think about. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. I actually, when I first launched Move Abroad with Intention Guide, um, the feedback that I got, people were like, I was crying while I was re- while I was writing it because I mm. felt like I was finally being honest with myself and my motivations. And I was like, I just thought I was putting something together to help people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. impact motivates me because it 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 helps me to push through, you know, the discouragement. Because sometimes yeah. you're like, is this thing on? Am I speaking yeah. to a boy? You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. it's like that. It's the ebbs and flows of business and of life. But it's the impact, the impact of seeing my clients. I have one in particular. 
been working together for a year and a half. She went from working, you know, as a director in a high level government organization. Now we're, you know, shopping a two book deal and she launched a new podcast. Her podcast has over a hundred thousand downloads. She is getting asked to speak all around the world. And it's just like, Seeing people be impacted by me showing up, because that's Mm -hmm. the thing. No one's asking you to show up perfectly. Obviously, you want to show up in integrity, but like no one's (laughs) asking you to show up. I must be perfect every step of the way. It's just about showing up and being true to your purpose, being Mm. true to your sacred service, because I think that's something that we all have. We were all dealt a certain, you know, you know, deck of cards. We have experiences. We have things that light us up. Those things aren't random. We need to really harness those things together because that's that's where our impacts can be because we're yeah. here to serve. We're here to be, you know, when I say impact, it's not about me being like, I change lives. It's really about I am doing my sacred service because we're interconnected. Like other people yes. do their sacred service for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what motivates me. In the times where I'm like, I don't know, you know, because there'll be times I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't know about this or, you know, you're insecure or whatever it is. And it's those things, you know, I go back to the emails people, you know, write to me, my testimonials, my reviews, my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know if it's all going to be what I, you know, however I dream it to be, but I know mm-hmm. that I'm, I am being of service and I am having some kind of impact. And that mm-hmm. keeps me honest with myself and keeps yeah. me motivated. It's the best thing. Wow. So well said. Well, we are absolutely going to keep our eye out on you. And I just wish you much more continued success. Um, I don't know if you are going to bed now or if you have other things. Because <laughs> it's I'm, I'm, one. I'm going to bed. Well, thank you so much, Christine Job, for being here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, you are welcome. Thank you. Wow. I know viewers and listeners, this is this is an episode in a segment that you're going to want to watch again or listen to again. And I encourage you, actually, if you are um, a podcast listener, go ahead and over to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Charvette and watch, uh, watch this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel while you are over there. And I think really this conversation around service and impact, that's one of the reasons why I'm so incredibly passionate about um, women coming together and meeting and and finding their tribe. And let me just share a little bit about this as we um, wrap and close out. Here's a little bit about my thought process around that. There is something incredibly powerful about women business owners and leaders connecting. I mean, really connecting. Yes, online networking is great and it's convenient. However, there is nothing like the energy and vibe of meeting in person. It cannot be replaced. If you thrive in community, I encourage you to connect with and pursue your tribe. Maybe that's with a group of friends, Perhaps that is a local networking event or with women you connect with through a business program or cohort. 
someone asked me, why do you host conferences and retreats and encourage your clients to do the same? I responded with a quote from event leader and small business advocate, Lauren Castilia. Your audience needs to know each other and you need to be the connector. My hope for high achieving women entrepreneurs is that they have a safe space to be heard, to be seen, and to be free. All right. So as I alluded, this segment it was is brought to you by the Platform Builder Summit 2023, formerly known as the Pop-Up Conference. And uh, registration will be open very soon. If you're a past VIP client or Platform Builder client, you have a special email sitting in your email box uh, that gives you early access for a VIP tickets. It has been great. We thank you so much for being here with us. Live replay, talk show format, podcast format, all of that. Again, on charvet.com, we have a full, uh, the full bio of our guest, all the links uh, where you can connect with her online. If you go to charvet.com, check out her blog post and you can download the show notes and uh, you'll have all of her information right there. And until we meet again, peace and love. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.